Level Cap Podcast was recorded before a live studio audience in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And Manila. Or otherwise. wherever you are listening ah indeed in fact marco may be standing right behind you right now recording the podcast as you listen to the podcast nothing personal kid when he says all that weird stuff about your ears at the end yep yep that that's me in your ear literally also i hope you liked our intro music for today very special special intro music um i'd like to explain it now but i think it's best explained near the end when we talk about our 99 questions what do you think brad yeah, well, I, no, I think I think we should talk about it since while we're while we're like while peop, right when people hear it, uh, I'd like to go ahead and explain what this music is. All right, what so, is this music? So this was discovered by my wife Linda um, because she often Google's for my name to see what people are saying about me online. Okay, um, <laughs> so she and, Google's uh, you. You don't Google yourself. She Google's you. No, I don't Google myself. I don't want to know what people are saying, but she does, and so she she looks it up. And, um, oh my gosh. she, uh, anyway, so she found this, this song and it's called a shout out to D Brad Talton Jr. By, um, this artist named Grillsberry. And, um, and we were like, well, well, could that actually be, could that actually be you, Brad? I'm like, I don't know. I'll email the guy. So we emailed him and he's like, oh yeah, I'm a big fan of your board games. And so I, uh, I did made that track for you. And I was like, oh, wow, that's really cool. So it's neat to have a, um, you know, have kind of a theme song, I guess. <laughs> Brad now anyway, has a theme if you... song. Oh, my God. Yeah. So if you want to listen to the rest of the album, the whole album is up on uh, Bandcamp, I think. And it's it's called Grillsbury. G-R-I-L-L-S-B-U-R-Y. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, um, it's kind of this funky hip hop, just kind of like you, what you saw or what you listened to. Saw? There. Brad, can you, do you have synesthesia? What? You don't know what synesthesia is? Oh, I remember, I know what that is. That's when you that's when you see sounds and hear pictures. I think. Yeah. Anyway, um, when I say saw, I meant um, saw in the comments down below. Ah, okay. Um, the link that Marco, future Marco, posted. Yeah. Yes, future Marco will indeed post that. And if he doesn't, tell him in the comments that like future Marco sucks, and then he'll probably fix it. The future future Marco will be sad, but he'll fix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Future future Marco will be sad. Okay, so I, 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 I listened to this entire track. It's pretty funky. I like it. It it samples like certain things that I'm pretty not I'm sure I have never heard of before, but I'm pretty sure they're like samples. Anyway, it sounds great. I mean like now Brad has a theme song, Marco has a theme song, it's like Oh, what's what's theme song's your theme song, Marco? Brad Wesley made me a theme song. He did? Yes. That's the song oh, I put it... in all of the battle guides from episode thirty onwards. Oh okay, okay. I thought I I didn't realize that, that was that was composed specifically for you. Yeah, okay, so so the story behind that is that Wesley just emailed me one of these days and he was like, Hey, I played BattleCon and I liked your videos and I noticed that you use royalty-free music. You want me to make you music? And I'm like, that would be great. Yeah. This is the one that's like... Dun, 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 
That one? I think. Isn't that Joel's theme? I don't know. Isn't that? But Wesley also composed Joel's theme, so it wouldn't be a problem either way. Anyway, mine's the one goes like. The one with the electric guitars, I guess. And then uh, okay, starts okay. with the pianos. I mean, like, if you've watched any level 99 games thing, I, it's probably in there somewhere. Like, I always insert yeah, it as yeah, the yeah. end guard music or something. It's like, uh, it's, for some reason, it's just not clicking with me. I, I guess I'll have to go back and listen to it again. Uh, whatever. I can't do it. I don't have perfect pitch with my voice. Anyway, welcome to the Level Cap Podcast. Um, Intro music and theme music aside, I can't believe the two people on this podcast legitimately have theme songs. <laughs> Can you? Just, I just realized people have theme songs. It's yeah, fine. but I guess the concept of having what, a theme what we song, really can't believe is that you had a theme song long before I had one. Yeah, that's crazy. That's right? that's distressing, right? <laughs> yes, indeed. It just goes to show that maybe like if you didn't spend all your time making board games, and instead if you just made videos about board games, maybe you would have gotten a theme song faster. Marco's more popular than me. <laughs> Christ, Christ softly. Oh, no, don't worry, Brad. You're still more popular than me in my heart and probably in Tom Vassell's heart, too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure Tom Vassell anyway, knows you, not me. Anyway. That's true. I've had dinner with Tom Vassell before. Oh, is he a cool, cool guy? guy? Okay, of course he yeah. is. Okay, so we have a wonderful docket for you tonight. We're going to be talking about some certain stuff, you know, stuff we've been doing. We're going to be talking about a pipeline thing or maybe even a character of the week. It's Brad's choice. And, of course, we have our 99 questions. So uh, here's my big question, Brad. This isn't part of the 99 questions, but what have you been doing? I'm really interested to know. Um, so these days, um, I have recently I've been playing more Charterstone. Mm-hmm. I've been playing more Slay the Spire. Hey. I have been playing um, bit, a little bit more Heroes of the Storm. Um, How's that new hero? Um, what's his name? Phoenix is stupid busted. It's like he's not even. This not even playable. Wait, Phoenix? Um, Wait, am yeah. I behind? Wait, I thought the latest one was like Blaze. Was that long ago? Yeah, you're like you're like four behind. Anyway, what? it doesn't matter. <laughs> this is not a podcast about Heroes of the Storm, so. Uh, yet we always somehow make it into a podcast about Heroes of the Storm. Hey, I, I just mentioned it. You, you kept talking. Anyway, but mostly I'm planning for um, my trip. I'm going to Europe for a few weeks with my mother. Um, this is a retirement uh, slash 60th birthday gift for her. Oh, that's awesome and so sweet. Yeah, so we've always talked about, like, oh, we got to do this trip to Europe together, and... I was finally like, well, you know, I've saved up some money over these years. I could, I could actually take her on this trip, and so, um, you know, we decided to to do it. And Aww. Linda planned the trip, and we're going to um, to Rome, and then to Paris, and then to Edinburgh. What? Where's Edinburgh? Edinburgh, huh. Scotland. Ah, okay. So my big question is, which place are you most excited to go to? Um, I don't know. You know, I'm not like uh super excited for trips generally i'm more excited for like the um you know just for the experience and the company so i'm really just looking forward to like you know taking the trains across cross country with my mom and sitting and chatting and you know reading books and stuff oh is it just gonna be you and your mom yeah Mm -hmm. oh that's awesome that reminds me of the time i went to europe also with my mom Hmm. oh yeah where did you guys go Rome, Paris. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, 
but it was the last place. It wasn't Edinburgh, Uh-oh. though. <laughs> it, was, it was okay. So <laughs> I, I didn't like secretly have your vacation before you had your vacation. No, just like the theme song. Oh no, <laughs> what's going on? We are in a feedback loop. Marco is actually Brad from the future past. Okay, no, but seriously. Not quite Brad. Not I'm quite Brad. That's my name. Wait, my name is Daniel. It's like, it's like reverse Brad. It's like reverse Flash, right? Like, oh my god. Hey, are like you implying the evil, evil version from the future that comes back to like, you know, murder your parents and make your life terrible. Hey, I'm not evil. Gosh, Brad, that hurts. It cuts uh, straight here. But yeah, um what do you call this? I'm it's a fun place. Like Europe's a fun place. I think the biggest experience that I loved about Europe was the food. Oh my, the food. Like you literally just walk into an alleyway and there's like a restaurant there and it's just you just go inside and you eat. It's great. You should definitely try it out when you go. Like just go and Where is this again? No, no. Uh in in Italy, Rome, like you just go there. Like you go there and go into a random street, there's probably going to be a restaurant there and just eat. It's great. Mhm. Like that's just part of the experience. Okay. I mean, like I don't know how how pla- well planned your thing is, but like it's pretty well planned. So so Linda is like this this genius of trip planning, and um, I have like a hundred page document, <laughs> like that's 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 fine down to the fifteen minute interval of where I'm supposed to be at any given time. Oh uh, wow! So this is all very very finely planned. Um, Chef, uh, mm. yeah. Oh my so, gosh. You think this is going to Anyway, be so that's where that's where we that's where that's that's so I know where I'll be at any given moment. All the restaurants are planned, all of the uh hotels are planned, all of the events, we're seeing a lot of museums, all that stuff's planned. Oh, okay. So so no opportunity to randomly go into a back alley. Not not too much. There are some moments where it's just like find find local food. Um but in general, I think you're not. You, you probably shouldn't eat off the street in uh, in foreign countries. Or I don't know. I guess I'm okay. Look, I mean, like, I guess, I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> I've I've heard horror stories about people being like charged a thousand dollars for an ice cream cone and stuff. Uh oh. So well, oh, that's that sounds sketchy. No, but I'm talking about like actual establishments, though. Like, like mm-hmm. they have tables, they wait, and all that stuff. Yeah. I guess I just won't order anything if I can't see the price. And yeah, that'll be okay. That should be safe. That that should be safe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, anywho, um, but what have you been up to, Marco? Oh, okay. Um, actually, while waiting for um our meeting time today, I've been spending most of my time watching Young Justice. Oh, that show's so good. Oh, it is. It is. I'm only in like episode 10 of season 2, so I'm like three-fourths done with the entire series until season 3 comes out. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's so yeah, good. Whenever season 3 comes out. Oh, really. It's it's Honestly, it's better than most of the uh, like most cartoons I've ever seen. Yeah, I think DC um, does a killer... I've watched a lot of cartoons. DC does a killer they're, job. Their like, TV universe is so much better than their movie universe. It's oh my cool. god. I don't know, like, how they could... Ma- okay, Zack Snyder. Okay, like, like they just don't fire... Like, why do they keep the same director for all of their movies? He does it so bad. I don't know. How is he um, not probably fired? Probably nepotism or something. Probably. Or, like, he's, like, the he's like some DC executive's nephew or whatever, right? But, like... That's, that's what nepotism is, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
That was just in case our viewers, <laughs> our listeners didn't know. Um, what? Don't underestimate the listeners, Marco. Okay, fine. Mistake number one, you underestimated the listeners. Don't underestimate me. Flips over the lava and then... I love you, yeah. Anakin. Okay, no, but... um, Yeah, anyway, Young Justice. So good. Like, in the first season... I think the first season's been better than the second season. I think. Mm-hmm. Mostly because, like... Uh, the second season gets better once you get into it. Oh, um, really? Second season... Yeah, second season starts a little slow and then gets much better. I see. Later on. Because I think I really like this concept of, like... It, it felt very, like... I guess if I had to explain it, it's like the Teen Titans cartoon if every episode were the serious episodes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I kind of... I like the structure of the first season where it's like it's kind of like Monster of the Week, but they've got this safe space they go back to and... You know, and their mentors and everything. Season two, they kind of throw that out the window, and they're really like on the run. Yeah, there's time. like an episode. It's like basically there's a story that they want to tell, right? And yeah, it's like it's like a large it's like a larger plot arc, which yeah, yeah, and it gets but really anyway. dark. I think the 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 okay, spoiler alert for like Young Justice, but like the time skip in season two was like very Naruto Shippuden esque to me, right? Like that's literally <laughs> what happens. Like they time skip. But I think that it was very useful because um, the characters develop in certain ways that you like never experience. Like for example, uh, Miss Martian like goes off the rails, right, and turns into this like pseudo murderer because whatever, right? Because she keeps abusing she, her. Psychic she gets powers. a little too, a little too, yeah, a little too willing to use her psychic powers against people. And um, and, but also the neat thing about this season too is that they they just introduce new characters. Like they're like, oh yeah, we met all these guys in the off time and it lets them change the roster. Yeah. And that's really cool. So like, you know, when season three comes out, like some of these, some of these guys will have like grown up and gone away and then you'll have a different set of, uh, of heroes to, you know, to be in young justice. Yeah. It's, it's a good show. It's a really good show. If you haven't watched young justice yet, make sure you set aside some time for that. It's probably like on par with the old teen Titans cartoon. At the very least. Yeah. And I think it's even better than the old Teen Titans cartoon. Because it's better animated. The plot line's better. It's a bit, quote-unquote, darker and edgier. But hey, that's perfectly fine. Edgelord Marco loves that. Oh, yes. Uh, but honestly, like nothing will beat one of my favorite DC animated movies um, that I have failed to watch. And I absolutely disdain that I have not watched it yet. Because I have not found a legitimate way to watch it yet without like, you know, streaming it off the internet. Um, you ever heard of that DC movie that came out in like 2017, 2016, um, called like the Cape Crusader Returns or something like that, or the Dynamic no, Duo Returns? So basically, they took um the modern DC animated cartoon aesthetic. So basically, what Young Justice looks like, right? They took yeah. that and they made an entire full length feature uh of the Adam West Batman. So, but but it's not. So it's like, it's there. It's drawn. It's Adam like, West Batman, huh? You don't know the Adam West Batman. It's like the. I, I know the Adam West Batman. Okay. I just don't know why anyone would want to remember them in this era that we have so much, so much good Batman. Because it's ironically good. It's good in irony. Because um, <clears throat> the best the best thing about Adam West Batman is that you could get the Adam West Batman costume in Arkham City, and that was it. Like there's no there's no more need for anything else beyond that. Uh, I don't know, Brad. Like the trailer. Have you have you actually gone back and watched these movies, Marco? Yes, I know. Because it's like 
I mean, it's it's worse than like like the old like Lex Luthor in the old Superman movies. Yes, yes, it's yes. Like, I... <laughs> wow. I mean, it's 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 real bad. It's real bad. I remember that scene where he was like, "Did you sell? Did you recently sell any nuclear warheads to any buyers?" Yes, there is a P. N. Gwyn who bought this. P. N. Gwyn, <gasps> the Penguin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like. I mean, but the thing is, I guess here's the real thing. Like. Those shows were good, but Lego Batman did it even better. So yes, that's kind of why. True. Like Lego Batman did that same thing so much, so so great, so great. Yeah, and yeah I guess yeah. you could watch it for the comedy value, but I don't know, Brad. Don't know. But it's you like have Chad it. says, I don't, I don't necessarily like levity with my Batman. Okay, but like, uh, what do you call this? There's, there's a scene. Okay, so but but you're you're thinking about it from the perspective of like the the live action, right? But in, in this cartoon version, they don't draw him the same way he's dressed in that show. As in, I think yeah. they they draw him as if he were dark, edgy Batman, but he acts like the Adam West Batman. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. so it's like he has all these cool gadgets, and they don't look absurd. They all look like modern Batman and really serious, but he acts like Adam West Batman. And there's this one yeah. really telling scene that I love, wherein I think the Joker... um runs away from them, and then Batman and Robin try to pursue. Uh, Robin turns around and starts running really fast when he goes like, like, jumping Jiminy's Batman, he's getting away! And then, like, you know, Robin runs, and then Batman's like, stop, Robin! That's jaywalking. To the crosswalk! And then they go to the crosswalk. Wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not the Batman we know today, is it? It's not. I think I just like it for the mere fact that it... High, like, I guess you, I like it the same reason why I like the Lego Batman movie, right? Um, yeah. But yeah, that's what I've been doing. Lots of DC stuff, actually. You know, in in, 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 line, in light of the Infinity War and Marvel's D- Marvel movies, like, I've never really gotten oh, yeah. into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, I haven't actually yeah. watched anything. It's, it's decent. There's some real gems in there. Uh, there's some that are like just okay. Uh, yeah, there I mean, only, like, there's only like one or two Marvel movies that are that are just not good. Yeah, I but. wait. Which ones aren't really good? Like, I, I think heard, Iron Man three and four are considered to not be very good. There's a fourth. Uh, I thought there was a fourth. Maybe three was so bad they stopped. I thought they did a fourth one. Uh, maybe not. Um, let's see. Uh, which others? Um. Because Thor, Thor two is kind of meh. Like the combat is really spectacular, but the the actual storyline is like they go to Brooklyn and there's aliens and they fight and that's it. Like there's really not actually a story to the movie. Wait a minute, um, Thor Ragnarok's not Thor two. No, no, Thor two, the Dark World, not the not Ragnarok. Ragnarok is brilliant. Huh, wait, Ragnarok is Thor three? Yeah. There's so many Marvel movies. What? Yeah. Man, I, like to me, they're all just like passably okay, right? But like, like the really good ones, Doctor Strange is really good. Ant Man is super good. Um, uh, the first Captain America, I really enjoyed. Yeah, that was great. Uh, I cried during that one. Yeah, uh, I didn't cry, during, but it was it was good. Yeah, yeah, I do cry occasionally at movies. I didn't cry for that one. I don't think that was particularly sad. What movie did you last cry at, Brad? Because you're not a cryy person. I am a very um, cryy person. Gosh, what's that movie about the two guys that get stuck in the trench and 
Um, one of them like sets this corpse on a landmine so that when his friends come to retrieve him, they'll like they'll be exploded. And then the corpse wakes up and they find out that like they can't move him because he's on a landmine. And then the UN comes to save everybody, but the UN can't get him off the landmine either. So they just fake it and they leave him behind to die in this trench alone while they uh, they take everyone away. Um, and then at the end, right before they get onto the trucks, the uh, like the one guy gets mad and shoots the other guy, and uh, and it causes like a you know, the whole rescue effort to be compromised. And uh, then they just have to, like, media spin the hell out of it to make it all okay. And it's it's just a, it's a series of terrible, terrible wow. things that happen. Uh, I can't remember what that movie's called. But if you remember it, maybe you could post it in the comments. And make everyone sad. I mean, like, I just heard the synopsis, and that sounds depressing. Oh well, my I've, I, I've added a lot of levity to that synopsis. It only gets worse. Severely worse. Okay, I see. So um, that's what we've been doing this past week. I hope you guys enjoyed hearing us talk about the things that we've been doing. If you guys want to recommend anything to us, please tell us in the comment section down below, and we will try to partake of that piece of media. Just make sure that getting it is easily accessible and completely legal. So, um, Brad, I hate to ask you this question, but what are you picking for this week of the Level Cap Podcast in Brad's Choice? Oh, well, I don't have anything particularly prepared for this, so it's, uh... I um, I guess I will talk a little bit about preparing for our Kickstarter project, Imperial, which is uh, happening pretty soon. Um, oh, man. So fulfillment for Argent and Exceed is happening this week. Uh, whether if you're listening to this, it will have already begun in your area, most likely. You should oh. have a, uh, in addition know, a, no- to... a shipping notice. I'm sorry. In addition to um, Penny Arcade Noir, right? Uh, no- yes. Noir Penny Automata. Noir. All okay. of Exceed Season 2, all of Argent is shipping out now. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I can't wait. Because I think yeah, I, backed, I backed most of those things. I think the only thing I'm not getting should be Automata Noir. Cause... Well, I'll make sure to send you a copy. If uh... Yeah, now that we have cheaper shipping to Asia, it's actually viable for you to back some projects. Yeah, oh my gosh. Uh... When, I, when, I backed, <laughs> when I backed Exceed, I was like, oh, here we go again. Pledge at 100, pay 200. And then it was like, oh, we only need like 100 40 and i'm like <gasps> bless bless the shipping doesn't cost yeah. as much as the game <laughs> yeah it's it's pretty nice to have a fulfillment center in china now you gotta say yeah. um but anyway so all that's getting done we were going to launch imperial next friday um which would be the 27th of um which would be this friday if you listen to this podcast when it first comes out but anyway um we decided that we wanted everybody to have argent and have exceed in their hands before we we launched, so we're going to push it back one more week to May 4th. So if you are listening to this podcast, next Friday, Imperial Spells and Steam is going to be on Kickstarter. So if you're enjoying the quality of the games you got, we're going to turn it up to 11 with Imperial. This game is going to be our most beautiful game ever made. I um, love the art. Without reservation, it's, it's going to be so gorgeous. All new art by No Comento. Uh, beautiful graphic design. Iconography by um by laura this is a game that you could play off a crib sheet so even if you're not english first language or your friends are not english first language like you can make a crib sheet and they can play this game and there's there's no text in the entire game it's all icons i think one thing that i really appreciate about imperial that isn't in any of your other games is the fact that it's not actually text heavy Uh, a big problem that a lot of fans have been telling me is that 
especially um one of our Chinese players has always been messaging me. It's like, you know, they wish they could play these games with their friends, but it's like it's so language dependent that they can't <laughs> do it unless they have a native language version of the game. So yeah, that's such so we're a trying good to thing. to jump over that hurdle, and and it's it's weird because Imperial is is a game with a lot of effects, right? There's like a lot of things that happen, but the icons are pretty consistent, and there's a big reference guide. So if you if you need to know what an icon does, you can always just look it up. And anyway, so we're looking into doing like different language editions of that too. We want to sell the game to a couple other publishers in different countries. Uh, to see if they can they can bring it out at the same time that the English edition comes out. Uh, anyway, we'll see about how those happen. Um, if you want the game, go ahead and pledge for our game. And if uh, if a what's it another language edition gets announced that you want, then we'll just send you a refund and get you that edition instead. Oh, so. that's very considerate of you. Also, since it's coming out on yeah, the May course. on May fourth, um, if anybody likes me personally, back the game for yourself for me. Because what? we should back the game for you. No, no, no. Back. Okay, back the game for me. But I'm not saying send me their copy. I'm just saying like if you like me, back the game, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, because May fifth is my birthday. Marco, Marco recommends Imperial. Yeah, like since it's my for your birthday gift to me, just support the game. How about that? <laughs> like that's what <laughs> so, I meant to um, say. That's what I meant to yeah, say. Yes, so we have some events running. We have some events running. Um, for the game. For Ooh. for um. Yeah. Open play testing. So every every Tuesday, um, Laura is going to be streaming the like graphic design portion of the game. Ooh, <laughs> like making about, the icons. Talking about, <clears throat> yeah, talking about making the icons and how the game works and how like all the different things we've gone through to to make it happen. Um, and then on Wednesday, Trey and Chris Solis are going to be live playing games. So you'll be able to like jump in and, and talk to them about how the game's played. They're going to be testing out some of the different variants. Uh, they're going to be, uh, you know, basically trying out all kinds of stuff. And uh, and also Trey will be able to talk about how the game was developed and you know all the different versions. He can tell you about the stock market that went away and all kinds of stuff like that. And then on Thursday, Nokomento is going to be live streaming drawing for the characters in the game. She's doing all the specialists who are the uh, like the characters that you can that can join your party mm-hmm. in Imperial. Yeah. And those um so she'll be she'll be working on those and you can jump in and talk to her um about all kinds of stuff. And um Marvel, hopefully uh you'll get an opportunity to join in any one of these streams at some point too. I know they're they're probably a little late for you. But uh, <laughs> Noko at least might start early enough to uh for you to get involved. Yes. Um, quick reference, because Noko and I live in the same country. So, yeah. Except Noko's Noko's nocturnal, and you're not. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. This is the problem. That said, it is Friday. It is her Friday night. So my Friday night. So I mean, yeah. With you gone, <laughs> without Brad, I will be able to also be on stream. I I don't know. I can like hop in, yeah. talk to you guys. I mean, like. I'm always available and during most of the day, really, because it's kind of my job to be right. So yeah, yeah. So um, so the interesting thing about this project is you may have have uh, noticed this, but it's scheduled to start while I'm out of out of the country with my mom. Um, so I am really uh kind of leaving things in the hands of the team, and this is probably the um the first project where I will really be like. Letting the letting them run the show, 
uh, almost completely. So it's I guess it's a it's a new step in the kind of maturity of the company to have staff running a Kickstarter project as opposed to doing it all directly myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'll still be signing in at night to you know to to post comments and to keep up and see where things are going. But for the most part, it's going to be you know Josh, Laura, Chris, uh, Trey, you know Nocumento, um all of them handling uh, this project. And you too, Marco. Of course, you'll be on the night shift, but uh, yeah. for us. But, uh, but to have everybody handling this project as opposed to just doing it myself is, is pretty big. I'm a little nervous, I got to say. Um, but as usual, I anticipate greatness from my team. So I am, I'm not too worried about it. Brad, we will make you proud the same way Young Justice makes Batman proud. I see. <laughs> All right. Well, they can't ask can't ask for more than that. Yeah. If you if you save if you save the world while I'm away, then you've uh, you've done just fine. The world of Indians. Got him. Got him. Ah, yeah. So so, but in in other terms, in other terms, for um for more for for my end, it's a lot of planning. It's more planning than I usually have to do because I have to make a whole schedule. I have to make sure that everybody knows what their particular jobs are. I have a bunch of articles queued up in advance, things like designer diaries and um, you know art previews, stuff like that to show off during the uh, during the project. So like blog posts will continue. Um, you'll see updates that are. You know, written by me, posted by Josh, that kind of thing. Um, and of course, you'll probably see more updates written by the rest of the team too, um, as they work to you know adapt to the situation on the ground. Oh man, we're gonna learn and adapt and destroy. <laughs> I mean, create, not destroy. Create, yeah. create. So we got some, we got some really cool stuff planned for this project. Um, our stretch goals go go all the way up, like pie in the sky, to to a million dollars, and we got cool stuff at every single level. Um, <clears throat> of course, since there's so much new art, like an art book is one of our stretch goals. We've got um, like a ton of new characters uh, that'll be put in as stretch goals. We've got social media goals that are the same way. Like you get new characters, new trains. All this stuff goes into the base game. This game, we're not sure yet if it's going to be Kickstarter exclusive. Like it only makes sense to go to retail once we hit like five thousand backers or so. I think I talked a little bit about this in our previous episode. Yep, about shipping but- and like costs yeah so so it's the kind of game that um it's probably best to get it on kickstarter while you can even if it does go to retail it's probably going to be about one and a half times expensive in the retail edition as it is in the so you could get the deluxe edition for the same price you get the retail edition in retail yeah and besides you can get the deluxe edition for quote-unquote free by joining our open play testing so that's true and we've gotten a lot of responses already so um it's really great to see folks come in and play the game and uh, just about everybody who has played says they're really excited for the project. I so. I mean I I only s- watch you guys play for a few like minutes to an hour or something, and I haven't re- gotten much of time to play it myself because I'm a lonely boy, and you know when I'm online it's graveyard shift. So <laughs> most of the people are well, either you half just gotta dead. find you just gotta find some friends who are on there with you. I know that I know there's people active at your time zone. Yes, but not so. cognizant enough to play games, right? That's the problem. Uh, uh, anyway, 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 anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited for this project too. I mean, I'm like the thing I'm gonna probably be do is holding the fort while all of you are asleep. So good luck, yep. me. Uh, 
And Brad, I have a big question for you. Are we, are we going to be adding more railway companies as stretch goals, or is it just going to be uh, like more yeah. conductors? Yeah, so we have a we have a stretch goal for like a bonus box. This is kind of like Mancers is for Argent. Ah. That really kind of like cracks open the the play space and makes like that adds all the variants that makes it really really level ninety nine, right? Yeah, I mean uh, like the one where it's like this game is already impossibly large. Let's make it more impossibly large. Like that, yeah. So, um, so that's that's uh, called as above, so below. It adds the Underlands Company, who is like a like a subway, and it adds Star Chaser, who is a uh, teleportation based railway company from space. Um, okay. Plus, adds uh, a couple new variants and other stuff. Like uh, we 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 have a stretch goal for a passengers variant. We have a um, we have team play variants. We have metros. Um, there's like a, a lot of a lot of cool stuff, and of course more specialists and more uh, more cars and etc. Man, that teleportation thing sounds kind of broken. Does that mean they don't have to it's, lay down trap? I track. No, they still they still have to lay down tracks, but they can like jump between edges of the board. Oh, they can wrap around. So it's like the world is the world is round. For kind them. of, kind of. It's 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 like you can open you can open gates on different edges of the board, and you can go around. Like you can have multiple, you know, branches on your company. But the, um, you know, you have to start on an edge, and starting in the middle is generally stronger in this game because you have more options. So it's a company that has to has to play the game very differently. And I Underlands see. is as well. They can burrow under other players' tracks, wastelands, and cities to get to places. So you really have to, like, you have to use your opponent's lines uh, in order to uh, to spread your company out. I see. That sounds so interesting. So those two play very different than, than the regular base companies. I see. We, You know what? One scratch goal should be to just add airplanes, and they bypass the entire game completely. Well, well, the future, the future, Marco. <laughs> this is this is future Mark who's speaking. Imperial has been destroyed by airplanes. <laughs> it's, oh. oh my god! There's um there's there are uh what's it? There there's 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 gonna be there's gonna be future technology ages in this world. Things things will go will move along. Oh man, I can't um, wait for Indians yeah. to become modern. Modern? Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, there's like there's there's a lot of things to do before we get to modern era. I think. Yeah, we still have to explore have... the second continent. Oh right, Underlands. Yeah. Right, we haven't even Settled, gotten settlers there. of Indies. No, there's there's the Underlands and there's the second continent. Oh right, um, I'm la- uh, What's that called? Um, the the, the sketchy place that. Um, there, it's actually not been named. Like the place over the sea has not actually been named, and nobody's decided what it's called yet. They just there say are that few people who claim to come from there, such as um Lu- Lucas, right? Lucas Nostros, yeah. These crazy people and, you know, not explaining where they're from. Freaking. Yeah. Ah, whatever, man. <laughs> Second continent. Okay. So, um, Brad, is there anything else you want to say? Or can we move um, on? Not too much. Why don't, we, why don't we move on to the next segment? Welcome to the 99 Questions, the segment where I, Marco DeSantos, come up with a new and creative way to shove answers straight into your ear gobs. In this episode segment, we will take your hot-baked questions and force-feed them into ourselves so that we may give you the baked answers from our fingertips. Brad, are you ready? You're obviously not ready. Brad, are you okay? Buster Wolf? 
<laughs> no, I um, sorry, sorry. Oh my uh, gosh! I, I every was time for a second. No, every time, man. Every time I say you are okay, you're you're always gonna say Buster Wolf. Okay. Well, yeah, that's, that's that's the meme. Oh gosh. Okay. First question. Can we expect to see an Indians social deduction game? Sorry, continuation continuation of my last thought. Why haven't we seen Brad release a social deduction game? Is it lack of interest? Or maybe they have a different type of design process. So, um, I think it probably mostly has to do with the kind of person that I am. Like, so social deduction games require a high player count. And to get a bunch of people together and have them play a game, you have to uh, be... A, you have to be a real strong extrovert, and I'm not. Um, oh, I see. I'm. I'm. I like. I like playing a game with like a few close friends. Um, that said, I did release one social deduction game, Blades, of, Blades Legend? of Legend. Yeah. It's in the mini game library. Uh, it's super hard to find now. It's not worth the work to find. I promise. Um, I think that it could easily be a two-player game if I redesigned it properly. Um, but we kind of have, I mean, Noir is the two-player deduction game, but it's not social deduction. I guess yeah. I really don't like social deduction that much. I, like, enjoy playing these, but for designing them, they just, there's not a lot of mechanics. It's really all about the the theme. Like, yeah, and once you get, like, ten people to pay attention to something for 30 minutes, it can't be very complicated. It's got to be super light. And uh, I just, I don't know. It's just not the kind of thing that I design. Maybe I'll give it a little bit of thought. I've thought about doing kind of like a One Night Werewolf type of game in the near future. But, well, in the far future. In the far future. I've got a lot of stuff for the near future. Yeah, like Imperial for one. I guess guess it's the same thing. It's like social deduction games for me always feel kind of unsatisfying to play sometimes. Because a lot of of it heavily depends on the people you're with. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it can turn into like the most boring experience if the people you're with don't actually converse or don't socialize. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they've always been hit and miss with me. The only ones that have been really successful are resistance. Because like that's one of the ones wherein, you know, people don't get eliminated at the first five minutes of the game. Yeah. Well we also published one uh, called Witch Hunt, which is done by uh, another designer out of uh I wanna say Kentucky. Um, named uh, Kyle Brockman. They have a company called Chocolate Pie Games, and they uh, they designed this game Witch Hunt, and we picked it up for distribution and publication. Uh, Witch Hunt's really cool. It's uh, it's got a lot of resources, kind of like the the tournament players werewolf. Like everybody has a role. All the roles do things. Your role is not bound to whether you're a witch or a villager. So you could be on either team and do crazy stuff. Um, ah. Like players who die, they go back to the afterlife. They become angels or demons, and they get to mess with things during the nighttime. It's uh, it's pretty cool. It's a it's a neat game. It uh, definitely plays with like you know in the the upper upper teens is where it starts getting good. And you can um, you can play it at Gen Con if you come by the Werewolf Alley at Gen Con or at any other major convention. They have a Werewolf Alley. You can probably find a game of Witch Hunt going and. Uh, if you think that Werewolf is a little too random, check out Witch Hunt because it's it's got a lot of ways to gather information, um, and that information is spread out among people in a pretty neat way. 
it's it's super cool. It took a lot of time to develop it, but it's it's quite a nice evolution of the genre. Oh wow! Sadly, I'm not like you, and I don't have enough friends to play it. Well, I also don't have enough friends to play. That's what I said at the beginning. I don't have enough friends to design it. No, so. no. So, yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, my mistake. <laughs> at least not in real life. Maybe all all of us can get on Tabletop Simulator one day, or all of us get in Discord one day and, and moderate Let, one. Let's Google Hangouts call. <laughs> yeah. 12-person Hangouts call. Yeah, yeah. 12-person Hangouts call. Not like that's going to be a problem for any of our internets. Okay, next question. This one's very related. Did you know that if you googled Brad Talton and filter out anything board game related, the top hit is a person named Grillsbury who made some music as a shout out to Brad? Isn't that weird? I actually did know that. Um, funny enough, a little bit of uh, past like distant history trivia. We talked about that at the beginning of this episode. Ooh, see, we preempted um, this question. We even played the track, I think. Yes, we preempted this question. Marco doesn't actually play the track when we're recording. We he adds it later on. So I don't know if the track was actually played, but I assume that it was played correctly. If Marco didn't it. play it correctly, future Marco type in the comments, future Marco sucks, fix it. Man, am I so like anyway. a glutton for punishment? <laughs> I keep telling yeah, people to tell Yeah, yeah, I think you, I think your I think your your masochistic tendencies are showing through here. Oh no. Okay, last question, Brad. And I think masochistic tendencies uh agree with this last question. Who is the it probably dan- comes from the shonen anime. <laughs> yes. You gotta you gotta gotta, tr- gotta be a tryhard, Marco. The pain only makes me stronger. How dare you? You have destroyed my family, and I too Okay, Edge Marco is done. Um, who is the Dan Hiki- Hibiki? Yeah, Hibiki. The Dan Hibiki of Indians? Yeah, who's the Dan Hibiki uh, of Indians? <laughs> probably, actually, like, Wardlaw, I think. Um, ah. Like, to me, the Dan Hibiki is, like, the character that takes themselves the most seriously, but is actually a joke character. Um, and it would be between Wardlaw and Voko, but probably Wardlaw. Because Voko's uh, actually a... A powerful character, not not particularly really. Um, it's just that Wardlaw is even more over the top about how uh, how awesome he is. Yeah, well, he is a pro wrestler, right? And Dan kind of acts like one. No, so. he's he's actually he's actually like a villain, and he's like he's like I'm the the, the greatest villain in all of Indians. You know, like soon I'll rule the world. Bah, you know. Oh, and he even has the mustache, right? Does he twirl it? Yeah. Is he yeah. like mustache twirling evil? Of course, of course. That's, oh yeah. my gosh. He actually twirls it in the air during his pile driver attack, the double mustache buster. Does he twirl both ends of the mustache? Is that why it's called the double mustache buster? Yes, yes. Oh my gosh. Absurd. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Visuals for these moves has not been have not been totally thought out. Canon. Something we're discovering as we work on Battlecon Online. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Like some of the art on the cards in Battlecon Online are great. I, I one of my favorite new art pieces is actually Mikhail's sacred style. Pretty cool. Where he's just like he just does this like uh oh the the say I like the transcendent where he just like he just like gives you this like backhanded slap and like character goes flying across the across the world. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool too. No, I like yeah. I like Sacred because he turns into literal solid gold and then everything just flinks <laughs> off of him, right? Yeah. And yeah. I never uh, there's, imagined there's some fun arts in these. Huh? It's been fun to visualize all these things. Yeah, I've never actually imagined Mikhail as like like now that I'm thinking about it, it's it fits perfectly, but I always thought Mikhail fought a lot more like chaotically or like how do i explain it like he fights like ruggedly i thought 
uh, mostly because all of his attacks were like named really scary things like apocalyptic oh. and like hollowed yeah. and all that stuff. But then like yeah, I think Mikhail just kind of stands there and a bunch of bad things happen to the opponent. And, um, <laughs> exactly. and then if they get close, Mikhail just like pushes them away and then more bad things happen. Kind of like that. Like so I feel like Mikhail kind of just floats there with his hands behind his back. And then you try to fight him, and then nothing happens to him. He's like, foolish child! And then he, like, backhand slaps you, and then you go flying across the world. Like, I feel like that's how yeah, Mikhail yeah. fights that's, now. That's, that's, the, that's the intended effect, yeah. Oh my gosh. So, like, I feel like I'm really appreciating Balcon Online's art now, because, um, yeah, because all of that kind of stuff, like, the way I visualized the characters was severely different from the way I thought they were fighting. And it's very interesting to see what they were supposed to be, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, so it's just pretty cool. Yeah, it's 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 neat. It's it's it is it is kind of bringing the world to life in a neat way. And our next update is AI for BattleCon Online, so look out for that. Yeah, uh, you'll be able to play against the computer, and that'll be so. Once we have once we have AI and we have rank play, we'll go to beta. You'll be able to get the game on Steam, and it'll be you know fully playable. What we are gonna do after that, probably working on some kind of like campaign story type mode. Like an arcade so, mode? No, like um, like as you play, your character like gets a little stronger, and you fight against actual like enemies in a storyline. That's pretty cool. So it's kind of like Hearthstone Adventures, kind of. Yeah, a little bit like that uh, that we wanted to try and do. So that's we'll see how uh, how that goes along. That's pretty rad. I'm I'm excited for that. Actually, can you pick like any character, or like do you make your own character? It's probably gonna be limited to like one character because like say we have well, say we pick like hikaru right and you go on this adventure with hikaru and you actually start leveling up your elemental tokens or like discovering new ones right and you get like maybe a couple new styles and things like that like it all has to be very specifically designed to enhance that character i see okay yeah oh sad i wanted to like custom make waifus like Anath. Oh my gosh. I want I want Wait, my Anath. Anath is your Indian's waifu? Uh no like the, the scary one that wants to destroy all humanity, that one. Wait, right, she's evil ish, right? Kind of. She's the avatar of Havoc, who is literally yeah. an elemental lord of chaos or something, right? So um Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, the destruction makes it better. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know if I... No, wait, wait, we talked about this. My Indian's waifu is high. What? Yeah. But then we said that was weird, because high is a backer character. <laughs> okay, fine. Then it's Anath, then. Or Vana. I guess but I Anath's a... also a backer character. Dang it. Vana's married. You just can't win, Mark. I, I can't win. Joel. No, Joel's married to Vana. No! But it's okay. Joel can be your Indian's persona. And then it's all right. Ah, yes. Then I can pretend I'm married to Vana. Excellente. Though that's... This got too weird. Let's quit. I quit. Okay. Pressing escape launch now. Ending podcast. <laughs> yes, indeed. As usual, it has been, well, it was your host, Marco DeSantos, also known as the Mechanic Critic. I am currently backup AI Marco because he was too embarrassed and decided to leave. And with him has been the magnificous, splendiferous, awesome co-host. Awkward.
We should we should play our theme songs when we do this part. When we do the edit, overlap them at the same time. Yes, the it, the no, that's terrible. It, it turns into a cacophony. Um, and oh no! If you guys no. like this episode, please consider giving us a like or review. Give us a comment and tell us how much you like the upcoming projects. Or you could write a review of the Level Cap podcast. Post it to your social network of choice. Yes, and tell your friends about it if you like the podcast. Or give it to your worst enemy if you absolutely hate them listening to us. And I do hope that you guys have a nice day. So without much else to say, thanks for... Uh, wait, don't forget your special action. And thank you, World of Indians. Thank you, and good night. Have a good one, and happy gaming. <laughs>